Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their four hundred one k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour, it's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel. Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is Ashley, and Ben is in Honduras this week, so he is not here, but I am joined by our lovely producers, Tori and Danielle, and we're going to hit up the Bachelor Hot Topics before we get Matt Donald from Hannah Brown Season and B.I.P. Season 6, who you may remember had relationships with Sydney and, as he called, supermodel Brie Barnes. <laughs> but first, let's talk about this the sass that that Colton threw out there this week. So much sass. <laughs> I love I think I love Colton. I mean Colton is is serving up some drama. I like to uh, I like listening to it. I'm not gonna I don't know. I don't even have an opinion based on what he's talking about. This week Rachel Lindsay went on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and she says that she will never be friends with Raven Gates again. If you guys remember, they were good friends on Nick Vial season, and then they were tight after the fact. They were going on vacations and stuff yeah, together. They, a lot of couple Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, she unfollowed Raven on Instagram, and she, you know, wasn't at the wedding, and there was speculation that they weren't friends anymore. We don't know what that is. And Rachel even said on Andy Cohen that it whatever happened, whatever caused this feud, was enough for me, quote, quote, it was enough for me not to be friends with her anymore. She also went on to say that the reason that the friendship ended would never be put out there. She would never put it out there because she promised she wouldn't put it out there. So I don't know what this all means. But like yeah, you she, are putting it out there. She's yeah, totally putting it out there. Yeah. Jared was like that. That's not cool. You can't say that there's a reason you're not putting it out there if you are just almost saying it all. You could legit just be, yeah, you know, I just don't really want to talk about it. We just went our separate ways. Then that's like more of a casual, but it's like, I will never be friends with Rachel her. Rachel wants people to know that Raven did something bad. Yeah. But here's the thing. What could she have done bad? So the first, what I said, I was like, well, unless she like hooked up with Brian. Right. Exactly. Really that's not like forgivable. Because if we're in the girl realm, we're like, oh, it's for sure because of a boy. Thing. Exactly. It's for sure because of a boy. But we but know they're married that didn't happen. And engaged. Yeah. So I-, I can't even think of a girl brain, like in my mind, to be like, oh, then this would be the next thing. Like, I, if it's not a boy, I don't know what else it would be. If she like touched Brian in any way or was flirty or something, but she's engaged. And she's engaged. I don't know why she would ever do that. But that's the kind of thing like I'd be like, you know why we're not friends? Because she touched Brian. <laughs> totally. And I want Raven to like speak her speak truth. her side. Like, oh. tell us what happened, Raven. But we did start this conversation out by saying that mm. Colton's the one that's been sassy. And this is because not not only was this just a juicy tidbit that we got from Rachel on Watch What Happens Live, but then Colton responded, making it even juicier, saying that what is, does Rachel like anyone? He wrote it on Instagram under a photo about this drama. So does, does Rachel like anyone? Nick Vial has since responded saying, I think she likes me, <laughs> which is funny. But I will say, when I think of Rachel, I don't really think of positive or light. I, I think that she does kind of bring a lot of, and I get it, you kind of need to bring a lot of the the negative parts of something to light. And I feel like that's what she feels like she needs to speak upon 
is being like, hey, you know, I, I don't really like Colton mm-hmm. as being the next Bachelor. I'm not a big fan of that. And I think it was because of the age, which is fine. But it's I, when I think of her, I think negative. Really? Like she's kind of a negative person. I'm I'm here for it. I love it. I love that she speaks her mind, kind of like how we're on Team Colton right now because he's speaking his mind. I'm all for that. I feel like sometimes people that are the Bachelorettes or the Bachelor, they play it safe. Mm-hmm. And Rachel's like, nah, this is me. And yeah. here we go. You know, I, I do love her for that. I do love that. I think you can do it and... I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know why. For me, it just seems like she's kind of catty over saying some things. Let's dive further into what Colton said. He said that he made that remark because one time Rachel allegedly, to use the Wendy Williams word, <laughs> <laughs> spoke crap about Colton to Cassie, and she hadn't even met Colton in real life. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. How would that happen? How would Did that she, happen? like, slide into Cassie's DMs? Maybe. No, I think that she met Cassie in real life. But I don't know. This is all speculation, alleged, blah, blah, blah. But I will say, we get that in normal. Like, I don't think that you should take that personal. There's so many times where my friend's like, oh, I- I'm kind of talking to this guy. I'm like, ooh, my friend of a friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. she dated him, and it ended really badly. But, like, to like, say that girls. to the girlfriend... Yeah. But she wasn't a girlfriend then. No, no, no. She was a girlfriend then. Like as I. Oh, you mean Rachel didn't meet Rachel Colton? Has not met Colton. Oh, and sorry, yet guys. Totally said something. That. Yeah, to I don't really like Cassie that. about him. That's pretty distasteful, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like you don't know the guy. She, her, his girlfriend, clearly loves him. So why are you trying to be an instigator in that sense? It's all yeah, vague. yeah. You know, we don't really know how this conversation yeah. went down. I also kind of feel like when you're in the Bachelor Nation, you feel like you can speak upon things probably more freely. Like she's like, oh, I went through this, so let me give you some of the warning signs or like what you should be looking out for. Where maybe she was trying to be kind of sisterly with it, but it just kind of is like, well, that's my boyfriend already. So why yeah. are you saying something? But I feel like in the Bachelor, it's like nobody really understands that nation as well as just being in it. So people try to help you out, but it can come off wrong. Yeah, it's vague. It could be interpreted many ways. Mm-hmm. But it is fun for us to watch from afar. That's <laughs> what I'm so going to say. I want to know what Raven did. I want to know what yeah. Raven did more. But I, and I do like the fact that Colton is talking back. I think it's, well, it, again, it is entertaining for us. Yeah, and totally. It is, it's refreshing for people to like kind of just bite back. Can we get some of our listeners to think of what they think the situation was? Yes. Ooh, let's yeah. get people. The allegedly stories. Yeah, We need people to dig in and really figure it out. Come on, I want all the game. options. And then next <laughs> week we're gonna read all the emails of the speculations. Maybe they'll get they'll be so bad that Raven will just have to come out and tell us. What yeah, happened. yeah. Like there's so many rumors circulating now. She has to speak her truth and make Danielle's day better. Totally. <laughs> I mean, Raven, we would love to have you on the show. Yeah. Wait, but email at email Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Yeah, because I want to know what do yeah. people think. I. What is it? How can it's Raven not a boy? Bite her I don't tongue. know. Like Maybe she didn't totally, return the dress. It's totally about a boy. It has to be. Has to I be. I think it has to be too. Maybe. Oh. Oh. Oh, what? Maybe Rachel 
or Raven said something about a concern before she got married about Brian. Oh. And then she was like, you That's can't like recover. Miranda and Carrie. But you know what's you full know, circle? Because, yeah, because she was talking to Cassie saying, here's what her concerns are or whatever, whatever vague thing she said to Cassie about Colton. Maybe that situation happened to her from Raven. And then it was like, you can't come back from that. I'm marrying the guy. You've already said what you think. Like maybe yeah. it was like, oh, I think Brian's doing this. Or maybe it was like the, the reverse. Like we thought maybe Raven was like flirting with Brian, but maybe Raven told Rachel I get weird vibes from Brian or, you know, maybe oh, yeah, the exact yeah, yeah. Like, opposite. It's kind of weird. He's very, he's a chiropractor, right? Yeah. So he's a touchy person. And he's Latin. And I could say this cause I'm Latin too. <laughs> like we're just like overly like yeah, affectionate t- people. Yeah. Like I could see, I, I don't know. I could see that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe she wasn't um, a bridesmaid. So then Raven got upset. No, that's not it. All right. Well, that would shut down. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Next. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Next to our next hot topic. Hannah Brown says that she only had $70 in the bank when she became the bachelorette. She told this to Mary Claire magazine that she recently had the bank balance of $70 when she agreed to star on season 15 of the bachelorette. She was obviously fresh off Colton season. Her career was messy. She said she initially wanted to be a broadcast journalist, but by the time, but her time was always consumed by her Miss Alabama USA duties, and she also had an interior design job. She says that now she needs to hustle and make some money, but she's doing a lot better than seventy dollars. <laughs> as we are told, that Dancing with the Stars gig does pay pretty well. Um, I love these stories. Me too. She's just moved to LA and she's excited to be able to move on to a new city and just see where life is going to take her. Mm. I really relate to her on that. I do. (laughs) Wow. Spirit animal a little bit. Yeah. And I love these stories. I mean, who was it? I think it was Chris Pratt who was living out of his van Mm -hmm. in in Hawaii. Same with Tiffany Haddish. And it's like, ah, I love those rags to riches stories. It's like, you deserve it. You Busted your ass off, and now you're here where you're, you know, where you are. And, and to be bold, you. to be like, you know what, here's where I am. Just say it too. But be I'm just, like yeah, that. and I'm just going to go on the show, just see, just see what come about, like what happens, and obviously it worked. I will say. Maybe 70 is a lucky number. I will also say that, like, when I was casted on the show, it was a year after I graduated from grad school. I had a six-month internship, which was non-paid. Mm. And I was like job searching for four months, just couldn't find a job after grad school from the two by own horn, the top broadcasting school in the country. And I I was I was very much in a struggling place. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to I'm I can't believe I'm not getting a job right now. This mm-hmm. is insane. And then cast on The Bachelor and counting my lucky stars every day. Sometimes you Love just that. need to take a risk. Yeah. Right? Take a leap and go for it. Yep. All right. Well. We have a very special guest next. His name is not Matt McDonald. Mm. It's Matt Donald. After this. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So, like, how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. As every parent knows... Kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. 
really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way. Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving. Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do Personally, if nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. Hiring can be a challenge, as Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner discovered. Gretchen needed to hire a game artist for her education tech company. She knew it wouldn't be easy to find someone to grow with her team. That's why she went to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. So you can get qualified candidates fast. Gretchen posted her job on ZipRecruiter and said she was impressed by how quickly she found qualified applicants. I know that Ben uses ZipRecruiter all the time for generous coffee and just talking about this is making me realize that I should probably go on there and find somebody to help me out with WordPress. I really need help with creating my website. And with this stat, I've uh, got to say, I'm pretty sold on using ZipRecruiter to find the next person I need to hire. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. You can see why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. You can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Ben. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash Ben. The smartest way to hire. We are joined right now by... The lovely Matt Donald. Matt, how many people, like if you were to give a percentage, call you Matt McDonald? Uh, Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, I'm trying, if I could put it in like a percentage, probably like first time I ever meet somebody, actually Hannah B. 
uh, I think I still think this is like one of the reasons why I got cut so quickly. Uh, the first, like when I sang my song, I like introduced myself, Matt Donald, or Matt Donald, whatever. She goes, oh yeah, Matt McDonald, nice to meet you. And I was like, uh, no, it's Matt Donald. And I kind of, I probably came off kind of like, no, you're wrong. My name's Matt Donald. Yeah. Uh, but I get it all the time, all the time. Matt McDonald, I get like the, the old farm boy thing, like. Well, you played into the farm boy thing because yeah. you showed up on a tractor, which makes us all feel like you're from a farm land. Yeah. <laughs> Are yeah. you not? No, I actually am. So I'm glad. This is great, by the way, because you have an awesome platform. So I'm super happy to be here. <laughs> you have a ton of like Batch Nation followers. So I can really start to like talk about some stuff that uh, aired that or like just like the perception and stuff like that. I am not a farmer. I uh, am way too... <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't want to like shoot myself down, but I just not the kind of guy who likes to get down and dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, so. so you're not a farmer. But when I said, did you grow up on farmland? You said, yeah. So I, I grew up in a small town in Maryland, Western Maryland called Middletown. Okay. So I'm from Northern Virginia. Oh, are you? I okay. Know, I know um, Great Falls. Okay. So I know exactly what you're talking about. It gets really rural yeah. on that side of Maryland. Yeah. So we actually had a bring your tractor to school day. So, like, that's how rural I was. I went to James Madison, okay. and all the towns yeah. around it used to have Bring Your Tractor to Work okay. at school day. Yeah, I went to High Point, so we used to drive by JMU going oh, cool. up there. Yeah, it's, like, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's, like, a plop of land, and then, like, the football stadium's on the right. The school's on the left, driving north or Super south, I crazy, guess. crazy, and it's split by the highway. Yeah, yeah. Do you like it there? They kind of compare High Point and JMU to each other. They say they're, like, similar schools. Um, I went to Syracuse for grad school, and I like to consider that my, like, home school. Okay. Because I never really connected at JMU. I'm glad that I went because mm-hmm. it had the right um, fields. Like, it had media arts, and that's what I wanted to do in a lot of schools, especially back then. Back then, all of it 12 <laughs> years ago, which is actually a freaking long time. Um, didn't have it. But, no, I never felt connected. I didn't love JMU. Okay. It's a pretty big school. It was like, what, 10? 16,000. 16? Yeah. Yeah. They had a huge football stadium for 16,000. Yeah. They're trying to, like, get up there. Yeah, get the hype up, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, so you did grow up in a rural area. Mm -hmm. You, in your bachelor bio, call yourself a old-fashioned guy who loves to bring flowers to a girl on the first date. (laughs) Do you do this for real? He does not. He also probably I, thinks that it would be creepy if he it, did that. It's totally, it a little it totally, bit um, aggressive. I, I'm totally like a believer in flowers and stuff like that. Like I, most of the girls that I've dated in the past, like in a real relationship, will do like the, you know, oh, happy like one month, happy two months, like with flowers. But first date, it's a little aggressive. Okay. Uh, Why did you put that in your question and answer? You just were trying to be super. I don't, I don't, I don't recall actually putting that down. I think. It was more so, like, I'm a very short person, so whatever I wrote down was probably like, they were probably like, dude, this guy. Not physically. You're not a short person physically. You're you're short in writing and speaking. Thank you. I'm about 6'1", 6'2", with with the right shoes on. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, no, I I don't recall saying that. But you know what? Like, that whole process has been a huge blur to me, so maybe I did say it, just trying to, I don't know, catch catch the hearts of America. I don't really know. It also says in your bio that you oh, are gosh. a... Well, no. we're, we're just going this back to our very horrible. first impression of you. <laughs> Even before we saw you on the season, these bios are released with your photo. And I think that a lot of people were like, oh, that's one of the cuter guys in this bunch, especially based on those, those first pictures. Oh, those first pictures were horrible. You know what I have to say? It seems like the uh, the bachelor, the bachelor Pete season 
the girls look great. Like they, I don't know if they have better lighting or if they're just that much better looking than, than all the guys were, but it's like night and day. I feel uh, like every year they strive to do better and better photos. Yeah. Well, I remember. usually fail. Yeah. Well, do you remember when the photos first came out? I mean, obviously I was like, I went home after like four days after they so released those photos. you saw all the reactions. I saw, I saw everything. Uh, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, the worst bachelor, bachelorette uh, cast ever. Where'd they get these guys? Like off the street, blah, blah, blah. And then when the show airs, you know, you start seeing, this might be the best Bachelor uh, cast we've ever seen, like, blah, blah, blah. It's just funny how people are so quick to judge, and those pictures have been forgotten. Like, nobody remembers those pictures. I will say that girls are always telling their friends, he doesn't look good in pictures. He doesn't look good in pictures, but he's really cute in real life. I just think that guys maybe don't photograph, especially in that environment, like, just point and shoot type. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very, and like, at least for me, I... Being in front of a camera was, was, I couldn't even like, whenever my friends would do snaps, like Snapchats, mm-hmm. I'd like get out of the way because they didn't want to be on camera. And then here I am like putting myself on broadcasted television to millions of people. It's just like, it's been just a, a big, just my life has changed in terms of that aspect of like getting more comfortable with myself and knowing what I actually look like and like what the back of my head looks like. And just like the little things that you don't really think about when you're living your day-to-day life and then all of a sudden you go on camera. So why did you sign up for the show? Yeah, that's a great question. So I'm not I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, you know, somebody threw my name in, blah blah blah. Uh, I will fully own up to it and say I I I put my name in the hat. Yes, me too. Me did too. Did you? Good. I'm so oh. glad people are honest about that. I cannot. I hate it when people lie and say like, oh yeah, I, I had was somebody. Nominated. And yeah. I was like, when you say you're nominated, it makes you sound so snotty. Right. My husband right. was nominated, but he truly, truly was. And I've I, heard great things about him, by the way. Thank you. Uh, I'm good friends with Ben Z. Oh, okay. Uh, and yeah. he has nothing but like the greatest things to say about Jared. So. Oh, well, thank you. But yeah, yeah I, it's like everyone always says a friend signed them up. And I'm like, can I just find somebody else who just said, I'm going to fill out that form for The Bachelor? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I grew up watching it, which. Uh, oh, you grew up watching it. Oh, great. 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 We got uh, more questions. Well, I, I took like a hiatus. I, well, I grew up watching like the very first season with my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then watched it to like high school and then it wasn't cool to watch that kind of stuff in high school. So I kind of, you know, stayed away from it for a little bit. And then college definitely wasn't cool. I was in like a fraternity and stuff. There's no way I could ever let anyone know I was watching that show. So I didn't watch too much of it during college. But when I got back after school, uh, you know, you, you're like 21, 22. You're like, oh, wow, these people are actually a lot more relatable. Like they're not in college. They're human beings. They struggle with dating in the real world. Like just like how I was or still am. Um, so I've kind of tuned back into it. And then these last couple of seasons, I've really started to to stay close. I think it was like Rachel Lindsay season. I started to tune in or actually Jojo season uh, was when I really started to kind of tune back in. So did you um, watch this with your mom and bond over it over time? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like our Monday night thing, right? We all watch it together like my mom never watches tv but like the whole family knows like from eight to ten on monday nights like we're we're gonna watch the bachelor the bachelorette and that's like for my mom and it was a good way for us to kind of come together and and watch and you know kind of just like laugh and i don't know it was it's it was kind of like going on to the show it's kind of a it was it was bad being such a fan because i realized such a like the novelty of it. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, the entrance oh, pulling up to, the- Oh, oh yeah. Like goodness. how it's like the biggest, and it doesn't help. My producer was like, 
you realize this is like the most iconic uh, <laughs> night of reality television history. Well, and I'm like, yeah, as I'm sitting on the track, I'm like, thanks, true. man. <laughs> there is something crazy about when those gates open. You yeah. see the wet driveway and the the mansion all lit up. It's the most surreal thing that could ever happen mm-hmm. to a Bachelor fan. Yep. It really is. So now I feel really bad that you were such a fan and it was something that you bonded with your mom over and then you get eliminated night one and you know how sucky it is to get oh. eliminated night one. It's it, it it was I don't cry ever and I I'm not like trying to, you know, sound like a big macho man. I'm just not that I just emotionally I'm just not I just don't get to that point very often. I almost cried that night. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's just like you never uh you just wonder what's wrong with you and why you suck at dating and you know, I'm not a podcast for that. I know. Dean, right? Is <laughs> Dean it Dean and Jared? Dean and, and Jared. Okay. Um, but uh yeah, it 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 sucked. I, I knew going into it that I'm like not Mr. Smooth and I'm not the one who's gonna be like you know, Mac Daddy swagger or like mm-hmm. have all the right lines. So it sucked. I mean, but I'm I'm super grateful for everything that happened. I don't think I don't think I would have made it very far anyway. Just just from my personality, I'm kind of more reserved. Do you feel like you and Hannah did have chemistry that night or it was pretty obvious that night you're like, oh, we're not we're not gonna connect? Yeah. Um I I was actually really I saw she did like some sort of interview or something where she was talking about how like she thought it was BS that everyone was like, Oh, we're super happy that you were picked for the Bachelorette, like all the guys saying that to her. I personally was like really, really rooting for her to be picked because she was a she was from Alabama. I actually my dad's side, I was born in Alabama. My dad's side grew up in Alabama. So, like, I'm a huge Crimson Tide fan, Roll Tide. I was going to say, did you Roll Tide with her the first night? No. I, uh, oh. Actually, I did. I did in our conversation. Oh, good. Um, but I, I do, I, I, I'm glad I'm cognizant enough to, I, I think I know the reason why uh, she did boot me. And I think it's just because, like, our one-on-one conversation, I was so nervous. Uh, that I ended up just talking about myself all the time. Oh no! Yeah. So like when I walked away, I remember like being like, "All right, what did I gather from Hannah? Like, what what about her?" And then I was like, oh, "Damn!" Like, I don't. I she, I literally just talked the whole time, and like she's probably so tired of like everybody talking her ear off. So I think that had one big reason to do with it, and then the song probably didn't hit it off, but. It's all right. It's all good. I got to go to Paradise, which is awesome. I think everybody loved the song watching it. Why would you think that Hannah wouldn't be into the song? Uh, oh, oh, the sing it, old Matt Donald, <laughs> out of farm. That was, I, oh shoot, now I'm drawing a blank. Uh, oh no, I'm Matt Donald and I'm so <laughs> nervous. I hope I catch your eye. Stop, it's perfect. <laughs> With the bro bro here and a bro bro there. Here, bro, there, bro, everywhere, bro, bro. I would have given you a rose right there. You would have been my first impression, Rose. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was, it, it, I know, it, it was, uh, I'm glad, I, I'm I'm so glad I did. I, you know, the way I saw it is I had to be memorable, right? Like, yeah. you have to go, you have to go in there and you can't just be another guy who just, is, like, shakes their hand or gives, gives her a hug and says your name and then walks in the mansion. So I was like, you know what, I gotta do something, and... Of course, she couldn't even. She, she didn't get my name right. She thought I was Matt McDonald. But. Yeah, well, understandable. <laughs> yeah, and it totally is. She even knew your last sort of name. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know anybody else's last sort of name. Yeah, um, that's true. Did it feel John good, Paul Jones? Though? Actually, that's uh, oh, that was John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones. She knew his entire name. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, very very memorable. Oh, John Paul Jones. You come and all right. You guys are actually tied for my first impression because oh, John when Paul he Jones said that. Awesome. I was like. 
you know what's funny? Worshipping you. You know what's funny is that there was... So, obviously, that episode, it kind of came down to, like, me and John Paul Jones. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how they, like, kind of hype it up to make it look like it's yeah. a showdown between two people and who who's going to get the really rose? really get down to? Because, you guys, spoiler alert, the rose ceremony is definitely edited sometimes to look like people don't have roses or do have roses. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the final two standing there aren't always the final two that were standing there. Yeah. I, I actually don't know because, like, I never got... It was so early on, like, we don't really get, a, like, a good idea of, like, who she made a connection with, who she didn't. I think it was obvious that, like, Luke, obviously, Luke P, had a really great connection with her because he got the first impression rose. But other than that, like, you don't see the conversations. You don't see who she's talking to and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to say. Um, but uh, if you watch it back, it was, it was like, kind of, like, between me and John Paul Jones. And uh, looking back, it's, it's so funny because everyone was like, why the hell did she pick John Paul Jones? Like, John Jingleheimer Schmidt, blah, blah, blah. Really? Yeah, I remember getting a lot of tweets, like, seeing a lot of tweets of me tagged in it. And now look at John Paul Jones. He's, like, the star of, uh, like, it would have been the biggest mistake in the world if they would have not picked John Paul Jones. I think she should have kept you both around. Oh. I think that. Thanks. Yeah, she should have eliminated somebody else. How good did it feel, though, to see that first night when it aired, how many people were just flabbergasted that she didn't pick you? You were the new grocery store joe oh. i'm not okay i can't give you that much yeah credit, I was about to okay say, that's, that's but a, that's like it was craze. it was similar yeah uh yeah it was i was so nervous um before that night that that was yeah that was tough uh because you don't you think you're gonna get really embarrassed and like you know going home the first night on like a dating dating show is never cool i guess or air quotes cool um I the response was very overwhelming. It was very very sweet. Uh, everyone was incredibly supportive. Uh, you know, I just remember having so much anxiety because like it's very overwhelming. Like it, it was it was incredibly overwhelming, and you just don't really know how to anticipate it. So it was it was really sweet. Everyone was everyone was incredible. How'd your mom feel when you were eliminated <laughs> night one? Uh, you know, it's funny. I you know obviously when you go, you don't have your phone. I got back that Sunday. Um, and texted my, I have like a group text with my family. And I'm like, yeah, I'm back. They're like, are you serious? You're back already? I'm like, yeah, I got eliminated. I won. They're like, oh, we, we still love you. Blah, blah, blah. So everyone's, uh, it, it's been great. So everyone's been cool. How was your mom when you got that call that you had finally, you made final casting? You know, I actually, uh, I didn't tell my family. Um, I didn't tell anybody just cause you don't like when I- you're, yeah, well, when you're casting for it, you don't think there's actually a chance. I, at least for me personally, like, I didn't think there was actually a chance it was going to happen until I got the phone call. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to tell people so they could be like, hey, like, what's, what's the status? Okay. You know what I mean? Um, so I didn't tell them until like, I was like, hey, guys, just, a, it's just an FYI. I just got offered to go on, on The Bachelorette. And of course, like, they're like, you're joking. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm serious. So uh, that's kind of how it happened. I mean, it was, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Did you joke about it with your mom, like, throughout life, being like, maybe one day I'll be on The Bachelorette? Uh, That's what we did. uh, No, not really. You know what was one show that I used to always, like, want to go on and I was very vocal with my parents about was Fear Factor, like, back in the day. Oh, well, we hear that you are terrified of spiders. So what, I guess you would just be out of the running for, you know, you would just drop the money, no thank you, if you were trapped in a, a cave of it's, spiders? It's more so, it's more so like snakes. I can't. Oh, really? Not, then I, why in your bio from 
Uh, that bio is very inaccurate. <laughs> so the salsa dancing too. I don't. I don't. I, I honestly, I must have been delirious when I was talking about all this stuff because I. I kind of know how to salsa dance, but like not not well enough to say like I'm doing it at the club every weekend. Like, okay, let's clarify to our audience. Yeah, where they come up with this bachelor bio. So you're sitting in the hotel room yep. when it's top fifty casting. So yep. they're going to eliminate twenty five ish people from this group but everybody needs to fill out the question and answer yep. and it's 30 pages right? i was just gonna yeah 30 pages it's ridiculous and they you're filling out paperwork you're here for like 36 hours mm-hmm. in a hotel and you're filling out paperwork for i'm not even kidding you maybe eight hours yep. and you at the end of it you don't even know how to respond to some of these questions, so you're just kind of coming up with whatever silly thing pops up in your head. Yep. So you must have been like, I would love to learn to salsa dance, but I can't imagine I'd be good at it. Honestly, a lot of the answers are just me trying to get through it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when you take a test and you're kind of just, I mean, at least for me, I'm, I've never been book smarts, but like when you take a test and it's getting to the end and you know you failed it, so you're like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to... Circle it in. Yeah, just circle it in. And that's, and that's pretty much like... I was just trying to get through that. And and like, do you remember that Scantron, that personality test? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh I did that right God. after. You know that you did you have you didn't have to redo it for Paradise, did you? Oh gosh, no. I had to redo it for I think my second season of Paradise and maybe Winter Games too, because it had gone over a certain amount oh. of time. And because the show That's... is supposed to, you know, transform you yeah. for better or for worse. Yeah, keep tabs so on. So it you. really um it, you can become a more confident person or a less confident person or like a more egotistical person or a less egotistical person, all that stuff. So that's right. why you had to take it. I had to take it multiple times. Oh my gosh. I like that would deter me from wanting to go to paradise. Again, that alone. <laughs> like, are you guys serious? Do I really have to fill this out again? I probably just like spell out something with the bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, your bio also says something that I'm sure that you were also delirious when you said, I love, uh, oh you love gosh. Hannah and you haven't even met her yet. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a great what a great start to my bachelorette career right there. That whole bio. Uh I <laughs> Man, you've got it right there locked and loaded, huh? Yeah. Um Yeah, I I don't know why I said that. I was just really excited that Hannah Hannah was going to be the bachelorette. I she was definitely the one I wanted uh and I can honestly say that. I know I know she might not have thought that way about a lot of the guys saying that, but like I was really pumped that that Hannah B was going to be the bachelorette. That's awesome. You're living in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. How long have you lived in Santa Monica? So I've lived there for two weeks now. Only two weeks? Yeah, I just moved down here. From where? Uh, so I grew up on the East Coast, but I lived in San Jose for about three and a half years. Okay. So I was doing a medical sales job selling placentas and umbilical cords. Um, Can you explain this more? <laughs> yeah, of course. So you're selling other people's, obviously, mm-hmm. because it's very good for, like, Stem cell research and health, right? Yeah, yeah. So, real, real quick, because I know you're probably like no, not. This is actually super interesting. To is me. it? I think like okay. it's gonna be surprisingly interesting to okay. the audience too. So, I got a lot of DMs about this. Um, I don't work for the company anymore, and it's not. I didn't like get fired or anything. Everyone thinks I got fired, but I just moving down here. I just want a little bit of change of pace. Um, but I so I am not going to like abortion clinics or like mm-hmm. Planned Parenthoods. Uh, to get placentas. It's definitely not what I'm doing. I'm not going to like the OB clinic to grab placentas. Uh, there's hospitals throughout the country that um, have consenting moms, healthy moms, healthy babies that are doing C-sections. And they'll donate their tissue, their placental tissue and umbilical tissue to- Which is rich in what? 
Uh, so it's rich in stem cells, growth factors like different proteins and collagen. Which is often used for what? Uh, like complex wounds, complex burns. They're using it for like everything. Uh, anything to reduce uh, inflammation, scar tissue. Uh, it, it's basically what it's indicated for. Don't they normally ask the mom if she wants to keep it for herself because it can be really good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to like take in pill form. Uh, I don't know much. I don't know about. I I know that there are, uh, you know, people out there that do that. I don't know much about that. Like consuming it, like I I would imagine your body breaks it down, but I I don't really know. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it it it's it's a. There's a lot of research coming out on on placental tissue and its benefits and stuff, and I was kind of on the breaking edge of that, and uh, it was it was a really great experience and like seeing a lot of patients being helped. It's just it was it's I should have worded that better that conversation with Demi. <laughs> it's I, no nothing sounded cool about yeah I sell placentas and umbilical cords. I should have should have been a little uh, doesn't sound I mean it sounds interesting. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> well I will say it, it was it's. All like planned, healthy moms, healthy babies, happy patients. At the end of the day, that's really all that matters. There's something about your life we haven't covered yet, and that is the fact that you grew up um, with a family who your your brother and your parents are both deaf, mm-hmm. and you grew up speaking sign language yep. to them. Uh, you're the only one who can hear in your family. Your uh, my family? sister too. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So is it hereditary? Uh, you know what? I get asked this all the time, and I. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, re- I really don't know. I don't think the chances of me, if I were to uh, like get married and have kids with a hearing person, I think mm-hmm. the chances are really low of me having a yeah. deaf child. Uh, I, I, I honestly don't know. How'd your parents meet? So they met at Gardner Webb, which is a school in North Carolina. They have like a deaf program there. Uh, so that's kind of how they met in college. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So how was your, how was your life different in a way that like people out here listening would be like, oh wow, that is a significantly different lifestyle growing up with parents like that. Yeah, I mean, that's it's hard. I get asked that a lot, and it's kind of hard because I don't have anything to compare it off right. of. Like, I didn't have hearing parents growing up, but I will say, I did. And this is going to sound horrible, but I did have the luxury of listening to like vulgar music at a much younger age. <laughs> uh, and I mean that that I was like the guy on the bus in fourth grade with like the Walkman and like the new 50 cent, like get rich, die trying CD. That's hilarious. The explicit version. So like yeah. everyone would sit around and we'd be like sharing a little headphones. Uh, but other than that, like I had a very awesome, I mean, I had a very good childhood. My parents were very good to me um, growing up and it, yeah, it's, it's not, it really is not, everyone thinks it's like this very different lifestyle and it's not at all. It's, you know, the only difference is that we communicate via sign language, not, you know, speaking. Was sign language your first language? Uh, I th- they kind of went hand in hand. Sign language is definitely like for like some of the easy things like, you know, like milk and like more and food and stuff like that. When I couldn't actually talk, sign language is a go-to. But uh, I actually had my grandma live with uh, my parents for the first couple of years. And uh, well, she didn't live with us, but she lived close by and she would kind of associate uh, words with signs. So I kind of learned them Together. side by side. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, Matt, we are going dive into a little bit of uh, game time right now. Oh, love games. We have two games for you. Okay. One is more just like a speed round of questions, which is what we're going to start with. And I'll be honest, our speed rounds aren't necessarily speedy. Okay. I like to use it as a way of just getting to know you better through like quick bullet point questions. Okay, cool. 
but some some of them are, you know, really quick would you rathers. We'll start with fun ones. Prince or Michael Jackson musically? Oh, Michael Jackson. Duncan or Starbucks? Oh, man. Oh, do you really? I, I don't want to get in the weeds of this too much. He has a Starbucks cup I here, but he is an East Coast guy. Yeah. I So I, uh, I've i been doing this. this oh, I, I always talk about this and I hate myself for talking about it. I've been doing like the ketogenic diet. Oh. So I said, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Open up a can of worms here. Uh, so Duncan doesn't have very keto friendly, like they're packed with sugar, all of their ice drinks, mm-hmm. but damn, they're good. Uh-huh. So taste wise, taste wise, Duncan. Duncan. Yeah. Right. They exactly. just built a Duncan right by my parents' place back in Maryland. And I'm like super bummed because I would have loved that as a kid growing up. Oh, you, you made the right decision. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? Oh man, that's a tough one. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, if he has those lip sync competitions. Okay. Do you use a Mac or PC computer? Mac, for sure. Who is your celebrity crush? Um, that's tough. You can give multiple options. Uh, I've always, she's a little, I shouldn't say older, that's kind of mean, but she is a little older. Uh, like Sophia Vargara, I think her. I think uh, her personality. Uh, you is, don't have to even say she's a little older because she's timeless. She is. She and, and I love her personality. At least on Modern Family, she she's just like so so energetic and I mean obviously she's very attractive too. Fantastic answer. Yeah. What was your best Halloween costume? As we are in October. Oh, best Halloween costume. Uh, my my good friend and I in college made one of those like roller coaster. Uh, Costumes where like we had like fake legs dangling, so like we'd walk around and we like raise our hands up in the air and people loved it. We were walking on campus. <laughs> yeah, that's and, so cool. Yeah, it, it was fun. That's cool. Uh, do you now smize in pictures because of <laughs> lessons? I I no I that's so funny. No, I don't. I don't. That was beyond me. I th- keep that to the the people who do it professionally. I can't do it. We thought that you were afraid of spiders, so I did write down a spider hole or $4 million. So would you sleep in a spider and snake hole for 24 hours, we'll say, for a million dollars? Oh, man. Oh, well, it depends, because are, are the snakes and spiders venomous? Because I might not make it through those 24 hours. No, they're okay. not. Well, then I could do it. For a million dollars, if I knew I was not going to walk out of there dead, well, I wouldn't be walking, but... If I if I knew I was going to die, then yeah, for sure I'd do it. I'd do it for five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, okay, great. You're brave. You're yeah. not that scared. No, I mean money's money, money talks, right? Who's your best friend from your bachelor experience? Oh man, um, well Luke Stone's about to move in. Um, move into your place? Yeah, we're, you guys are going to be roommates. Yeah, we're going to be roommates here shortly. Oh, so wow. get a lot of uh, fun co-sponsored ads. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Luke, Luke's awesome. I've become good friends with Connor J, Connor Jenkins. He's awesome. Um, a lot of the guys from my season on paradise. So like John Paul Jones, Dylan, Mike, um, yeah, I, everyone's super cool. It's hard to, I, I made it, I was only there for the first night. So like, on yeah. on the bachelorette. So it's not like I got to make really strong connections. Yeah. How are you friends with Ben Z? And did he help you get on the bachelor? No, he didn't help. He actually reached out. He's all, he's such a good dude. Uh, he reached out to me after, uh, the bachelorette and just was like, Hey man, let's like, let's meet up where I'm in San Jose. You're in San Jose. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we met up and I mean, obviously like it's such a unique, as you know, it's such a unique experience that like you can only share it with a select amount of people. 
So like I had tons of questions. I was like, man, do you get like anxious about this? Like posting pictures, doing selfies, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yes, but it's going to go away. Just give it time. Uh, and then he's always like, it's never as bad as it seems. It's never as good as it seems. He just, he's, he's a plethora of really good information because he's kind of been through it all. He's a very sweet man. He is. And I'm super happy for him and his uh, fiance, Stacy. Yeah. She's, she's really cool too. On the show, you came across very innocent, very aw shucks. Oh, mm-hmm. man, I don't know if my mom's going to be okay seeing this. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't come across like that in real life. Yeah. Why do you think you came across like that on TV? Yeah. Uh, ben, ben, this is uh, when Ben and Sydney were here. Uh, I don't know where you were. I, you were somewhere. Ben and Sydney were here in studio. Yeah. yeah. When they, I don't know if you're on vacation. Oh, you're on your uh, I was honeymoon. On my honeymoon. Yeah, yeah, that's right. How was that, by the way? That looks oh, amazing. It was unreal. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I was. Damn, that looks like a fun I want to go back every day. Do you? Yeah, now you're sitting here with me. Sorry. No, this is pretty <laughs> great, too. To call this a job is a blessing. Yeah, this is a pretty cool gig that you got going on. But, um, yeah, so uh, the best way to describe it, uh, imagine, I'm not a baseball, so I'm going to butcher this, but, like, imagine playing baseball for, like, a farm league team and then getting thrown into the World Series and you have to pitch. Like, I, mm-hmm. I literally had zero camera time on The Bachelorette, like, probably, like, 15 minutes of being actually on camera Mm -hmm. and then getting thrown into an environment where everyone's super, everyone was on camera for months. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're super comfortable. And some of them have been in paradise for over a month or for a couple of weeks or whatever it was. And you know, like the whole Sydney kissing Sydney thing. Like I was just like, I was literally there for not even 10 hours, not like two hours. And I'm getting, I, I'm like being prompted on doing something that's typically very private in my life mm-hmm. and doing it on, on like a national stage. And again, being such a fan of the show, I know the novelty of making out on camera and, yeah. and this and that. So that was running through my head and I use like my mom as like a vice, right? So I'm like, oh my, I don't know what my mom's going to think really. But in my head, I'm like, dude, I'm just really, really camera shy right now. And I do, and I just don't feel comfortable like doing this right at this moment. And then of course, you know, fast forward to Bree and I's date I'm like sucking face with her and it's it, it's just uh if I could do it all over again I'd know it's not that big of a deal but like, you have a point there mostly for most contestants you get warmed up on <clears throat> the bachelorette you probably kiss the bachelorette you're there for a couple weeks but you weren't even there for 12 hours yeah and then you go into paradise and you're expected to kiss somebody on a first date but that would never that wouldn't happen on the on the Bachelorette, you get warmed up. You yep. get to know them a little bit more yep. before you go into totally, that totally. Yeah, usually, I mean, like, there's only like, I don't know how many people Hannah, Hannah, how many, how many of the guys Hannah kissed on the first night, but it was only like two or three of them, yeah, I think. Yeah, three. Maybe. Yeah, and like that's like courageous. That's super courageous. Yeah. So like, it's kind of it, it was my first night really in paradise, and like, I don't know, I it was it was just being super nervous and camera shy, and I definitely started to warm up as the days went by. And got more and more comfortable on camera. We saw. Yeah. Yeah. You guys all saw. <laughs> and uh, the whole mom thing, I've just completely just kept using it as a vice. I mean, I love my mom, but like I, it was. She wouldn't really care. No. You know what's funny? Like after all of the episodes, she'd be like, you're so funny. Like you you cracked me up, blah, blah, blah. But it was never like, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Yeah. And it's like, I knew it. But like at the same time, it's just. It was an easy way for me to kind of cop out of doing something that I wasn't comfortable doing right away. I was going to say, were you just not, did you maybe not want to kiss her? No, I that? did. I definitely did. I mean, no, it was, it was a really fun date and like I really enjoyed myself and Sydney was awesome. I just, I, it, it's, I'm just very awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I got put in a very uncomfortable, awkward situation. If I would have kissed her, I feel like it would have been super awkward. But you ended up kissing her. <laughs> yeah, ended I did. Up being good. Yeah, it's a huge theatrics about it. It was great. <laughs> if your mom had your way, who would she have wanted you to be with in paradise? Yeah, uh, it, <laughs> it was Sydney for sure. Okay, my dad. My dad texted me after the episode. He's like, "You should have picked Sydney." I'm like, "Why was that?" Uh, I mean, obviously you get to see everything on TV, right? And like Sydney's great. She's super sweet. She, she like narrated the whole season. She never really talked bad about anybody. And she was just very sweet and very kind. Um, and like you really got to see her personality as, as the, the show developed. Uh, whereas with Bree, she came in late like myself. So like we were both kind of like, you didn't have a ton of personality or a ton of like, we didn't have a ton of character building up to it. Mm -hmm. So my parents saw Sydney all all beginning of the season and they're like man she's really great which she is and they saw her more on colton season two probably right exactly exactly so i i understood what where they were coming from but like you all like there were conversations that brie and i had that weren't shown on tv right mm -hmm. and it's it, and that's just the nature of the beast they can't film everything and and show everything so now you're living in santa monica and brie and sydney both live here in the la area yeah would you rekindle with either one of them <laughs> yeah i knew this was gonna get asked I, I'm just super fortunate that they both don't hate me. <laughs> I'm actually friends with both of them. Um, and I'm super, super thankful for that. So like, as of right now, like that's kind of, I'm, I'm okay with the position I'm in where we're just both like all, th all three of us are, are cool and, and friends and they don't hate me. Cause I look like such an ass on television. Am I allowed to say that by the way? Of bad course, words. Okay, yes. cool. Well, you can say ass. Okay, can't say the other bad words? Okay. We're pretty PG-13. Okay, well, my mom, my mom to hear. <laughs> what are the top three requirements that you look for in a girl? Yeah, confidence is definitely one of them. Um, ambition, I think that's really sexy mm -hmm. of a woman. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, ambition, comments. oh, and, and just being passionate about everything they do. Um, never, never doing something that, like, half-assing something I, I said it again that feels good ass 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 <laughs> you said like that's enough <laughs> uh, yeah. bleep 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 <laughs> all right now we're gonna play plead the fifth are you familiar with andy cohen's plead the fifth no okay so i have a set of questions for you they are more challenging they're more salacious okay? what is salacious man i don't even know what that means what Salacious? Like causing drama. Oh, like scandalous? Causing scandal. Yes. Oh, all right, cool. Salacious. I learned that today. Now, you don't know how many questions I have here on my list, but you only have one time to plead the fifth, which means that you only have one question oh, of this man. you get to skip. All right, let's do it. All right, the first question. Would Demi and Christian have gotten engaged this summer if they hadn't gone on Bachelor in Paradise? No, I don't think so. That's a lot of time they spent together. You got to think, like... You're literally living with somebody in paradise and you're put in very romantic situations. So it's like a lot easier to expedite relationships. Fantastic answer. Which Bachelor in Paradise? Can we get some music? Can we get some yeah. can we get, can some, we get like, some like dramatic like, music, Easton? Or is like are we not? Do you like a good sax? Sax. I What's, love a good sax. What oh man, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Who's the famous saxophonist? Kenny Ken, G? I was going to say Kenny Rogers. Kenny G? <laughs> Kenny G. I don't know if that's the correct sound effect for this moment. Yeah, this isn't like a romantic. But I will say, I <laughs> think that the saxophone is the least utilized. Oh my it's gosh. Just, it's so underrated. Yep. 
I love like today. house music and house music with like a good sax. Oh man! I don't know if I ever heard sax with house music, but uh, there's some good song. There's some good like tropical house with some sax and but, it bumps. But but it we slaps. must get to the question. Okay, now All that right, this music is bumping. Which Bachelor in Paradise engaged couple from your season is least likely to make it to the altar? Oh. Oh man. The so there's three there's three right yeah. there's Dylan and Hannah, Demi and Christian and Chris and Katie. Uh, I mean maybe Chris and Katie just because of the stuff that went down on the reunion. I mean they that's what we've seen so far, but obviously I'm hoping for the best for both of them. Okay, next question. I like it. I like it. Ooh, I need a massage. This is like massage music right here. Who from your season? Needs what we'll call a humbling experience. A humbling experience. Um, I mean, I think it has to be Luke P. I think he. Ha- I think he's actually done a great job of just from social media. And I hate that I'm like judging somebody's character off of social media, but it seems like he's doing good for like the community. And I think he just wants to get away from the spotlight. Uh, so I think he has humbled after the show. Again, I didn't really get to know the dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw what you guys saw on TV. So just from that perspective, it seems like he's he's mellowed out and become a little more humble and stuff like that. That question was too easy. Who? <laughs> that question was too easy. Okay. Who from your Bachelor in Paradise season needs a humbling experience? Ooh, Bachelor in Paradise season that needs a humbling experience. I actually don't know, so I'm going to plead the fifth just because I don't I don't really know. Oh. Nobody seemed really full of themselves there. Darn it! I came in. <laughs> is there somebody I'm supposed to say? No. Oh. oh I right. mean, I was hoping you would just give us some dirt. I honestly, everyone's super cool. Everyone was really, uh, I can't, I can't really think of anybody who needs to like simmer down. Okay, great. I came in late though. I didn't get to like, okay, I didn't okay. get to know everybody okay. that well. You're a very kind guy. You pleaded your fifth. All right. And now. I bet they get way harder now. <laughs> You have one more. Bree or Sydney, pick now. You only have one more. You only have. Okay. Bree or Sydney, pick right now. I mean, I'd probably pick Sydney. I've hung out with her more after the show. Okay. Ooh, you've hung out with her. Have you kissed Sydney after the show? No, we have not kissed. Really? I literally put her furniture together earlier this week. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. We're cool. I felt like I had to make it up to her because I felt like such an ass on. uh, I just. It was tough. Uh, yeah, I just feel like I owe her one big time because I did, I did make, you know, it was just wasn't nice. The whole situation. Uh, I didn't, I knew just like, how do you come out of that looking like a hero? Right. You can't like, they're, they're, I don't know. Well, what's really weird for me is that they have you go through that rose ceremony where you pick somebody and then the next morning they're like, okay, now break up. Yeah, I know. Or, you know, they're like, if you are not in the status of possibly getting engaged (laughs) after this. Then you must leave. Important Paris. conversations have already been had. Yes, exactly. I'm like, well, I just gave my rose to Brie. What? <laughs> I don't understand why that rose ceremony exists. It's like the third or fourth season I, in a row where I that know. happens. I, you, to be honest with you, I don't know why anybody who comes in with like a couple days left is expected to like maintain a relationship. You know, I talked to Sydney. This is like one of the things we talked about uh, when I was fixing her furniture. Uh, I asked her, I was like, you know, if. You know, had I had picked you, like, that next morning, do you think, like, 
You would have well, had to leave anyway. Yeah. And she was like, to be honest with you, Matt, like we both weren't ready for like the fantasy suites. We just, yeah. we were just getting to know each other. So like it would have, it would have ended the same way. Like Brie and I ended. I mean, obviously I like to think I wouldn't have been called shallow and like an ass, but, uh, it, 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 it would have, there was no winning coming out of that. Why were you called shallow? Well, I wasn't called shallow. I was portrayed as shallow, um, which sucked. It wasn't a good look. I looked like such an ass. I'll be the first one to admit it. Why do you think you look like such an ass? Because you picked Brie over Sydney and you had seemed to have had more of a relationship with Sydney? Uh, yeah, that's what, what it looked like for sure. And obviously I dropped the, the supermodel bomb like 5,000 times. <laughs> like, dude, Matt. I remember watching you be like, oh my gosh, Matt. Just stop. Just stop talking. Same thing with the mom bit. Like, uh, you just get annoyed with yourself on television. Like, I just got so annoyed. I like cringed watching myself. Did Sydney reach out to you to ask for help for the, with the furniture? Uh, that's a great question. So I'm good friends with Kerpa, who's her roommate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kerpa and I have spent a lot of time together. We've done some trips and stuff together. With- have you kissed Kerpa? No, no we haven't kissed. <laughs> that's funny. She, uh, she she has drawn on my socks, though. She has this weird, like, Kerpuppets thing. We haven't kissed, but she has she, drawn she, on my socks. She has drawn on my socks. It's gotten to that level. Um, I think I actually have one right now. Oh, draw, draws like smiley faces on them. She she does this Kerr Puppets thing. I, I don't know why I'm plugging it right now. <laughs> Is it on Instagram? Can we she, watch she the ha- I don't know. She has this thing on Instagram. She used, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's as far as we're going to go. Furniture. Let's, let's go. Furniture. Uh, yeah, so Kerpo was like, hey, we need, do you have power drills and this and that? I'm like, man, they think I have power drills? Like, this is awesome. So, of course, I like Amazon power drills to my house the next day. <laughs> So I bring over some drills and all this Aww. stuff. Uh, and so sweet. Yeah, I mean. It's a lot about your character. Well, I, it was a cool chance to hang out with Sydney after the show. Like, And Kerpa was just like, yeah, come over and help us build. Like, Sydney used to put her bed frame together, and it'll be a good chance for us to all hang out. And I was like, yeah, of course. So, um, I mean, they're only like 20 minutes away from me. So it, it's I'm like so, again, so fortunate that like I can still be friends with Sydney after everything that happened. She's she's awesome. Um so I'm I'm just very thankful of of how everything's played out. Very nice. Now you do have one more question left on my list. Okay. Of plead can't the plead fifth, the fifth, and you can't plead the fifth. So do we even need your? Do we let the yeah, let's do the music. It's okay. okay. It's like Lord of the Rings. Does Blake wear lifts in his shoes? <laughs> I am gonna defend Blake right now, and I so I used to work with a lot of podiatrists, foot doctors, with my last job. So orthotics, they're naturally, they naturally make you taller. So I, I don't know his, his foot situation, like if he needs it or not, but they, orthotics do make your heels like stand out of your shoes because it gives you more arch. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking that's what it was. It could give him like two inches. uh, I mean, like I had a pair, I hated wearing them because my heel felt like, I felt like I was going to walk out of my shoes because they were, they were, I stopped wearing them, but in his defense, I'm pretty sure he has like foot orthotics um, that he wears to to like help his foot, like help his foot structure. Am I making this up? Was this not on the show and just a rumor that was? Yeah, going it's on? a rumor. I don't so think it wasn't showed on it. the show, guys. Yeah. But like, apparently there was a deleted scene, as pretty much the entire thing oh, is a gosh, huge deleted poor scene Blake. because they can only show you know an hour and forty minutes an episode. But there was a rumor that Blake wore lifts in his mm-hmm. shoes to make him taller. That he's like really like six foot, and that he makes himself like yeah. six two or three. 
Anyway, that's it. And poor Blake. No, we all think Blake is he's a good dude. Very lovely man. He's very he's very I feel I, I reached out to him a lot after the show actually because he got wrecked just yeah. on social media and I just had to talk to him about it and made some screw ups but isn't a bad person. Yeah, exactly. We all do. Unfortunately, some of us do it on national television. <laughs> all right. Well, Matt Donald, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks Thank for you having me. So much. Is there anything that Woo! you would like to plug, or anything that you would that you would like to get off your chest, given the platform? Uh, no, not really. I will say one thing. I I love you, Ashley. I think you're awesome, oh, and you. I love the show. Uh, I am so bummed that Ben's not here though, because Aww. I know I have not been able to meet Ben, and I, I have like I I doubt he remembers this, but I have a funny story about the first time I like air quotes met Ben. Um, so on our cast and like the finals weekend where we had to do all those bubble sheets and all that mm-hmm. stuff, uh, one of the, one of the things, as you remember, is like you walk in and all the producers are sitting in there. So there's yeah. like 25, 30 of them. So I walk in and like, I'm seeing the back of everyone's heads. Right. And I see a side profile of Todd. Who is one of our very favorites. Yes. He's like a, one of the producers. Brother. He's he, if you guys remember, uh, Goose and Crystal's wedding, he's the one with the sage, like yeah. uh, walking around him. <laughs> Uh, so I walk by Todd really quickly. I'm super nervous. I'm like, Oh, like I was going to say the S word. Uh, Oh crap. Like, uh, Ben Higgins. What's up, dude? No way. I walk by, what? I sit down in the chair that's in front of everyone. And I look at him and I'm like a hard pause. And we go, Oh God, you were, you're not Ben Higgins. You're not Ben at all. <laughs> everyone starts dying. So I'm sitting there like they're interviewing me. And then Megan Firestone comes up to me and she holds a, a her phone up to my face and it's Ben Higgins on FaceTime and I'm like no way it's like a huge fan I was like did they do that after you had this weird blunder with Todd y- yeah that's so what they were like let's get Ben on a- FaceTime exactly and I, it was just like he, I doubt he remembers man he probably gets a thousand FaceTimes a day but I'm sure he remembers that if it was in the casting room it was yeah I was just like oh my gosh Ben Higgins I'm like dude what's up and like I, I think the producers could kind of see the the uh Starstruckness come out of me and be like, "Oh, this is going to be great for television." I think until they, they roast this guy when they get guys who are fans of yeah. the show. Guilty pleasure for yeah. sure. All right, well, you guys can follow Old Matt Donald twenty two oh, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, thanks for the plug. And come back anytime. We really enjoyed having you. Yeah, thanks, Ashley. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. All right, bye. See ya. Normally, it's Ben talking about how much he loves his sleep number, but right now I want to tell you why I love my sleep number. It warms my feet. Yes, there's a contraption that warms my cold feet before I fall asleep. And then Jared and I can set the bed comfort levels to whatever we prefer. I like it a little bit softer. He likes it a little bit harder. I like to recline, you know, put my head up a bit while I sleep so that my face is a little less puffy the next morning. He doesn't care about that, plus he looks perfect all the time, so he lies more flat than I do. And since it's the 100th year of the NFL, i got to throw out this statistic for you guys. More than 1,800 NFL players are now sleeping on Sleep Number beds, improving their game with better sleep. Sleep Number allows you to adjust the firmness, comfort, and support on each side of your bed. Like I said, perfect for couples. And the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you sleeping comfortably throughout the night. With their Sleep IQ technology inside the bed, it tracks how you're sleeping so you can know in the morning how well you slept. And you can gain better insights as to what gets you better sleep. You can come in for the fall sale where a Queen Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is only 
$13.99. That is $1,399. Once you guys feel and discover for yourself how smart innovative and amazing this bed is you're gonna see how much of a steal that is sleep number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the nfl and you'll only find a sleep number at one of their 600 sleep number stores nationwide you can find one near you when you go to sleepnumber.com slash ben what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. As every parent knows... Kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Let's talk about something we all can relate to hair removal. Yeah. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing. 
ever. For real, Nair's new since turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. We got two quick emails. One is from Madison. She says, "I have an idea. Can you guys do an in depth with Jessica Clark? That would be Ben's girlfriend." I would say that's totally up to Ben, and he's not here to answer that question, but I understand why you guys would want to get to know Jessica, this leading lady in Ben's life. They're in Honduras right now together, and their Instagram stories are so cute. I have to say, her in Vegas, she was so cute. Oh, she's so cute. So cute. They're very in love. They're so in love. There was a point where he said... I was, um, you guys were talking about something where he had cried, like he said, I cried this morning Mm -hmm. and she was literally across the room and she was like, but it was for a good reason, babe. Like, she's just like so supportive of anything he feels. She's like, you're doing great, sweetie. Like, you know, yes. We have an email from Kelly. 
She says she's dying to know if the leads have any say in the travel locations their season goes to. Are they asked about dream travel cities before filming begins? No, they are not. All these cities, places are booked. Be- no. Yeah. They're booked before they, um, they're, they're even chosen to be the lead. Mind blown. Well, yeah. you, that seems kind of like I feel like you could actually learn a lot about a person, but like I've always been like, wow, I respect they didn't do the beach scene right off the bat. They went to like Switzerland. They're all in layers, wearing jackets, scarves, hats, coats. You can't even see their faces. I respect that person, but now I don't even. The cities and dates are very planned, pretty much before the person is chosen. Wow. All right. Well, guys, we have a couple of thank yous. Krispy Kreme's Halloween monster batch of donuts. Hypno Henry, the cake batter monster. That's the name of a donut, guys. It is a donut filled with cake batter dipped in yellow icing and orange sanding sugar. And it's got a mesmerizing icing swirl. I know you can't see it right here, but it is perfectly ghouling for Halloween. It's super cute and absolutely delicious. If you want to bring some festive goodies to your office or a party, definitely head over to Krispy Kreme and you can make this cute little layout that I'm looking at right here. It makes it look like you like put some thought into the gift or the the food that you brought over that day. Also, Almost Famous Live. You guys, you can get tickets to see Ben and myself at the Palace of Fine Arts in San Francisco on Saturday, January 11th at Ticketmaster.com or ApeConcerts.com. January 11th, we hope to hang out with you guys. And somebody asked me if VIP tickets means that they get to meet us and hang out after the show. I think that's true, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. And okay. they get a free piece of merch Amazing. to go along with it. And we, so. I saw some of that merch that possibly might be there. It's so cool. Yay. Yeah. yeah. It's Very not cool. finalized yet, but we're excited right. for no, it. But the ideas are yeah. flowing and they're actually like you would want to wear them. Thank you, daily. producers. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Tori. Thank you, Danielle. And thank you, Easton. And girls, thanks for joining me in my Hot topic segment today. I love good girl talk. It was juicy. Let's all sign off together. I've been Tori. I've been Danielle. I've been a- Ashley. That was my Halloween version. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. 
What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.